Welcome back to One Shot, One Quill, a tabletop RPG brainstorming podcast hosted by me, Spencer, and him, Ben. You took like 90% of my intro. What is this about? Hang on. Hang on. Tabletop RPG brainstorming podcast is 90% of your intro? Yeah. <laughs> Why do I let you talk for three and a half minutes then? Why? Well, shit, Ben, show me what that other 10% is about. Uh, well, the other 10% is that we take uh, one prompt and two items and have to mission mash them together with uh, each other. And then we end up with something that we hope is either decent or funny or both or neither. Sometimes I'm like not a statistician, week. but that sounded like nine times the amount of words I said. Yeah, but I said it really fast. So it. Uh, <laughs> You're saying the audio real estate I'm taking up. Yeah. Is the amount part, of okay. time. Right. Normally right. I say, normally I say it's a T T R P. Yeah. Add not. Yeah. We have a hundred items and five premises. Can you, Ben, give us a premise to start with? Yeah, I can. Um, one. One. Oh, we actually have. Okay. Okay. This one was actually submitted by a listener. A Titan has decided that it wishes to live amongst the small folks of a simple town. Each time the giant approaches, the villagers flee and build another small hamlet. The party must convince the terrified villagers to allow this peaceful Titan to live among them. That comes from Andy. Thank you, Andy. Uh, the only, our only listener. I'm convinced at this point he listens to every episode 30 times. He does what I ask every listener of all my shows to do, which is take your friends' phones when they're not looking and subscribe, <laughs> subscribe to my yeah. subscribe to my podcasts. Uh, ask your dentist to get into us. Um, put it on your mom's Alexa. She will not know how to get rid of it. Also, when you ask your dentist to get into us, ask if he can give me a discount on uh, his dental procedures because I, I don't have the health insurance to cover it. Mm. <laughs> That, that's what people are really do podcasts for, right? Is dentist coupons. Is dental that's that's our goal, <laughs> honestly, is to reach dental insurance as a whole. Yeah, that's going to be top tier of uh, Patreon. Uh, <laughs> the top tier of our Patreon is you give us your dental insurance? <laughs> you put us on your dental insurance. <laughs> the tier below that is you file us as a dependent on your taxes, <laughs> I guess. Like, I don't get some deductibles. <laughs> Oh, boy. We have a hundred items to complement this suggestion. A titan who wants to... He just wants to live with these little people, and they're afraid of him. They keep running away. Part of the difficulty with this dice is that it keeps wanting to roll off of my desk because it's a big ball. And it has landed on an 89. 89. Dust of Vermicide. When thrown, does one damage to everything in a five-foot diameter area. Alternatively, does 2d6 damage against a single swarm. Well, I've, I've already figured it out. We don't need to do anything. Just give this to the giant. The people are kind of like vermin to him as a swarm of smaller people, and he can just throw it and then take all their houses. No, hang on. He wants to live with them. Well, He wants to enjoy their company, it seems like. He can enjoy the company of the next people who move into the town. I don't think they're going to want to move in because the last people got raided, like literally raid the product. Mm. Just <laughs> <laughs> What about another item? Yeah, I know. I was going to say people are the wasps of the uh, fantasy world, but uh, we are, though. That would be a 76. 76. Cursed matches. 
1d6. I guess that's just how many you get when you open the box. When lit, the match does not ignite. Instead, what, first of all, bad match. Bad, bad. bad this is match. me. This the, is an add-in. The, these, are, these are sticks. These are cursed <laughs> sticks. Instead, whatever the PC is looking at catches fire. Okay, it's a tiny match-sized fire. Does no damage unless allowed to progress. I'm guessing that means allowed to spread, uh, Mm. assuming that you're covered in tinder and, I don't know, niter or something. All right, so you strike these little matches, and then whatever you're looking at catches fire. That's really only limited by sight range, which is pretty impressive. Also, I just, I want to circle back around to what you said a minute ago. These aren't matches. They <laughs> it's a this is like a voodoo doll match, I guess. Fires are started, yes, independent of the match. <laughs> They're just fancy sticks that are magically enchanted. <laughs> the unwritten implication of this item is that everywhere these matches go on the ethereal plane, there's like a I don't know, like a druid that's just casting create flame. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, so we have a a tiny distant fire starter and we have something that can kill swarms of pests and we have a giant, a titan rather, who wants to live with people. And when we say giant or a titan rather, that's like that's Godzilla sized. Yeah. 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 Compared titan to a regular is person. different than giant. Giants. Right. Like giants are relatively speaking. That's that's like a that very eight, small, very eight small. to 12 feet. You know, you're closer to a giant. Than a giant is to a titan. To to an Egyptian. Oh. Uh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> no, I've heard this fact. <laughs> I'm closer to a giant than a giant is to the dinosaurs. Yeah, uh, that's right. That's I think, no, we're getting it wrong. I think the fact I've heard is that you are closer to, uh, uh, no, wait. No, wait Cleopatra um, is closer to Stegosaurus no, than, than I, you are. <laughs> Cle- Cleopatra was a Stegosaurus. That's what it is. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> titan. It's 50 feet tall. It's mm-hmm. attack on. Um, attack on, attack off. Let's see. What could anything be here? Titan has decided that it wishes to live amongst the small folks of a simple town. Okay. And so this is like, it's a small village. You're not talking about a water deep or something. Um, so these people, I guess, live out on like the remote sex of the land. Um, it's remote enough and small enough that every time they see the titan they're like well let's pick up the town and leave the whole idea that they can pick up the town and build it again somewhere else um i i think should give us some context that this has been a many many years in the making process because you can't quite just set up camp again (laughs) you can't just it's not like a tent that you can tear down it's a a hamlet's kind of a little bit bigger than that so we're talking about like something that's gone over, I think like maybe every three generations this happens or something. Maybe the giant's very slow or Titan's oh, very certainly. slow. I, I think it certainly is. Um, you know, and it, it comes to sit down, uh, which causes a great terror. Maybe it causes a calamity, um, like an earthquake or uh, it causes some flooding because it comes and sits in the river. And so the townsfolk just uh, pick up and leave. But I guess uh, there's the question of why does this Titan want to live with the little folk? It, mm-hmm. Does it have something they want? Proximity to some like uh, relic that the village has that's like they're not aware that it's a magnet that attracts them. Mm-hmm. 
that could work. Uh, but it's only got the energy to kind of get up and move every 90 years or something. Like Now, instead of a cursed item, maybe it's like just a wholesome thing, like a wholesome misunderstanding. Maybe the Titan's just like, I want to protect a small little hamlet. Um, but it it's so slow, it can't communicate that in time. That's also pretty good. Uh, but maybe the question, and if we're going to go with that, the question becomes, how do we figure out the Titan's motive? If it can't really explain it to the Hamlet, how do we how do we learn it from them? My, my first thought is maybe we go into some kind of nearby temple ruin or something that uh, details out in like pictograms and whatever, or like ancient text uh, that kind of explains that motive. Um, May, <laughs> that maybe, wholesome little motive. Maybe it has to be like it observate. Maybe this Titan won't kill anything that's not like directly hostile so you have to observe the titan as it's like trying to get to this village and comes across a flock of sheep and picks all the sheep up and moves them out of his way oh yeah yeah there could be like a big maybe it's both it could be both this is a bounty that gets put out for like outlanders to come (laughs) take down this terrible titan or something and the players yeah when they when they come out and observe it from like i guess your first observation point be cresting over this big hill into the valley and you can just see it yeah doing these gentle little gestures uh maybe you gotta get like up on it to do that because i assume it's got some sort of do some shadow the colossus kind of athletics checks or something Mm -hmm. or or disguise you know blend yourself in with the sheep get picked up Ooh, ooh! here's another thing that could work since we've got to incorporate these two items that we've thus far ignored Maybe mm-hmm. it's got Titan fleas, and so that's what you use the little vermin powder for. Oh, okay. No, I, that, I like that. Wait, maybe that's why it's part of why it's, it's just looking for someone to help. Yeah, it's just like something's on me or in me. I don't, if it's building-esque, it could be in me. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, no, it's got like little cavernous passageways and this guy's too fucking big mm-hmm. to reach it. So he needs people, which are the equivalent of medicine to climb inside <laughs> and root out this shit that's infesting him. No, I actually love this. That's that's good. No, we're going to go with that. Um, what was our other item then? We had the, the matches, the the not matches, the art oh, the matches. Not matches. What about um, uh, this would be like a little mechanical obstacle, I'm thinking, but like creatures that are ignitable you know your little uh cognizant explodey barrels um and this is a means of dealing with those remotely to take out the threat it's a means of like corralling enemies around them and you can detonate them like so uh maybe there are maybe there are like ooh, what if inside this titan there's like kind of ruins to suggest that like different groups at one point had lived inside it so you've got like lanterns that hang from the ceiling and you've got you know little like little little lightable light sources i guess that could just make this match kit a little useful you could also have uh a ladder that's on a plank above the adventurers Mm -hmm. and you use the matches to light the plank on fire like a zelda puzzle i was just gonna say like breath of the wild (laughs) do we have anything we want to hide behind a bunch of dry leaves that we could (laughs) spark up uh i think i think we've got something good here i mean is there anything uh that you feel we should flush out here or i i think we need more of a resolution so like okay if 
if the party exterminates these vermin that are infesting the Titan, is it just like, okay, cool, peace, bye? Or is it like, I'm going to offer my services to the town? Or is the town that like, could... here's a, a boy. This is the Witcher now. Wait, hang on. oh, that's it. That's the whole reward is <laughs> here's a boy. The reward is a boy because it's the Witcher now. <laughs> I don't know where my my head was going to like here's a boy and he's he's a monster but he's not that bad. <laughs> Moral dilemma. <laughs> Do you want to kill him? Yes, no. <laughs> and when you say resolution like I feel like having the titan be useful for some other puzzle is like anything that involves a titan to solve almost feels like a separate adventure entirely. I don't know. Yeah, like I I'm not necessarily saying like you need to do anything with the titan. I'm just saying like what happens when they do this maybe um okay here, here's an idea so we've got these like little indicators of some some cultures some group has lived inside of this thing at one point but they're gone now um maybe this guy knows more about where they came from and so if you help cure him uh, you can get not only maybe a reward from the Hamlet for driving away the Great Titan, uh, staving off their their <laughs> triannual apocalypse, um, but you could also maybe have him like he could escort you back to this like lost little remnant of their civilization, this like kind of I don't know cave behind a waterfall. Mm. Um, and he's like, here, take a look. What the, what they had might be of use to you. And then you can replace his heart with a mechanical one and use him to take over Tamriel. And then you have a moral dilemma because inside of the cave is a button that says kill the Titan. <laughs> <laughs> See, what I was doing was giving a joke purely for Andy's sake. Since he... Uh, since he... But I, I like this moral dilemma of you go in there and it's... You find out it's actually a halo ring, but only for titans. <laughs> Every titan dies. Every sentient titan. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I think we've got something here. I think we've got a, kind of an open and yeah. shut scenario. This is a good... Uh, I was going to say half-baked idea. Should we change the name of the show to just half-baked ideas? Can we just call it half-baked? No, hang on. I'm pretty sure Seth Rogen and James Franco are on that one. <laughs> He's got jokes. Bang, 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 bang. He plays the banjo. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, no, he he plays the banjo. Yeah, I mean, I think all we need is a tight, a titan, a name. A title. A title. A titan um, title. A, tit a, tit a titanic title of titular is it too late to start this one over <laughs> no it's too early to say that <laughs> mover of mountains that's the first one um that's a good one i was just gonna say eternals but not as bad as everyone's saying it is or cure cure what ails you um attack in titan a attack in titan <laughs> is pretty good <laughs> attack in titan thank you folks for listening to another episode of one shot one quill um ben is there anybody we gotta thank this week yeah, as always, we got to thank Morgan the Bard for writing our theme song, El Tavera del Gullier, off the album Lost in Time. You can find it for free on the internet. We also have to thank people who have rated and reviewed us on iTunes. We also iTunes have to thank and Andy. We do have to thank 
Andy, I just found out there's now reviews on Spotify. So if you really? want to also review us on Spotify, because I know there are a couple of people who listen on there, you can do so. And we, does that get us dental? Uh, <laughs> no, but it does get us uh, medical, surprisingly. And oh, you, I'll take it. you'd never guess it. Car. Hmm. Hmm. I can't afford the taxes on a new car. <laughs> I was going for car insurance, but uh, Spencer, do you have anyone you want to thank or say or do or have or win? All I want to say is that's our show. That's not the outro. This is what a power play. <laughs> Usually the background noise is either my chair squeaking or me punching the microphone. <laughs> I wish you wouldn't. Your Italian hand gestures are a little too uh, far in that now you just kind of box whoever you're talking to. <laughs> that's that's what it was always going to get to was me just uh, physically assaulting anyone I'm in a conversation with. Like you do that mobster thing where you pat people on the cheek real condescendingly like your kingpin, but it makes for bad radio.